When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. This is the Midweek Fix. I am Gav and with me I have got Shawnee and Keith. It's going to be a Q&A tonight. We have got some topics up for discussion, but mostly questions from the live chat. Shawnee, how are you, my man? Good, mate, yeah. All yeah. good. Um, yeah, not too bad, yeah. All right. how, was, um, how was your trip to Liverpool? It was actually great. Do you know what? I'm not... I'm I'm not being funny. It, it's the most I've enjoyed a trip to Liverpool in a long time. Uh, I just had great crack of about days, and uh, the fucking atmosphere in that ground was nuts. I don't know what people are going on about. It's the loudest I've heard Anfield for a league game. Hmm. It was like a cauldron when uh, we get into obviously, but when Nunes got sent off, it was it was just mad. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know. I was in the main stand, and even that was loud. So it, mm. it was mad. I've I've been away, and I did see some comments about the the atmosphere at Anfield, and um, and then it was it was actually you I seen talking to somebody on Twitter where you said, no, no, this was loud, and then when he got sent off, it just got like literally mental, you know, till, till the very yeah. end. And to be honest, yeah. with you, I've been away. I've watched Liverpool's two games and stayed away from mostly everything else. Um, the lads have looked after hosting and editing and guesting and all sorts of stuff. They've done a brilliant job while I was away. So I kind of stayed away as much as I could, bar watching the two games. Keith, um, we're going to talk an awful lot tonight about loads of different things. Nunes, um, the new kind of supporters board that's being put together. Um, Naby Keita is going to come up in, in the next minute or two as well. But um, two games in and there's just loads to talk about, Keith. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it's the usual, you know what I mean? It's despair, it's the end of the world. Um, and look, that's that's part of being a fan. It's something that we haven't really had to deal with too much of lately with, uh, with Liverpool, do you know what I mean? So it's it's been strange. Uh, O'Neill saying there, why is the title race over already? And, and he's highlighting that. It's just a bit of sarcasm, but it feels that way. And, and it's a new, new thing. But look, there's positives, there's negatives, and we'll just... Soldier along from here, and we'll chat about it all tonight. Um, Naby Keita and the whole midfield thing kind of ties into each other. I, the first I seen of it earlier was um, Marty Sakara put a tweet out um, linking, I think it was a guy from Sky Sporty, maybe in Germany. I asked him, Was you reliable? He yeah, said, No, Plattenberg. Yeah, yeah, he said it was either him or a mate of his was, was quite reliable and um, was quite up to speed on, on Tiago and stuff like that when it was happening. Um, and I did ask for questions on Twitter and stuff like that. And Donks on Twitter was asking, um, his question was kind of like, do you think we've overlooked asking this midfield in particular or this squad overall to go again, go to the well again with this amount of physical and mental um, kind of pressure put on them um, from the start of the season? I've seen people asking like, oh, um, muscle injuries, um, how did we do too much in pre-season? But 
kind of for me, I kind of looked and went, yeah, but City were playing two games and people were saying they weren't doing enough, you know, it's kind of a bit of revised um, opinion yeah. for me, but Keith, I'll, I'll stay with you. Is it just a reaction as the two draws, a couple of midfielders down, you know, Jones probably doesn't start in our first 11. Uh, Thiago most certainly does. Yeah. Kate is only back. I think he only made the, he only made the bench the other night. And people are looking at uh, an injury list there of probably, I would say four or five that will probably get in very close or into the fours eleven. Is it just one of those things where people are going to react like this, and you just have to kind of look and go, it'll settle down, or does it strengthen that argument with regards to in particular a midfielder? I think there's a bit of both. You know what I mean? I think it will settle down. I think players will come back and. You know, you, no one can see the future. And I know people will say, oh, you can't see the future because we all know they're going to get injured again. But the reality is, you know, unless we have a long-term injury or a player wants to leave, we're not going to bring in the midfield. And now, as Donk's question was, are we asking too much of these players? Possibly, you know what I mean? Possibly, but that's what Jurgen Klopp and his team are there for. They know the players better than we do. But it is a thing. If you look at... um Adam Lalana, for example, done an interview there recently and he said he's loving life at Brighton and he's enjoying playing football again. And it wasn't that he didn't enjoy playing with Liverpool, but the intensity of playing at the very top and, you know, having every game having to win. Now, I know Lalana is a few years gone, but playing midweek, playing Champions League, things like that, just took its toll on his body. <clears throat> you see teams like um, Leeds at Bielsa at Leeds run the bollocks out of them. Players like Carter <laughs> Phillips, Patrick Bamford breaking down. Uh, and even that Man City, Bernardo Silva, you know, he constantly wanted to get out of City. He just, the weather, he's not really, you know, into the weather there. But um, I think he came out and said that, you know, he probably doesn't enjoy his football there as much as well, you know. And working under someone like Pep Guardiola, while a genius, the same way as Klopp is, it does take its toll. So, Maybe it is too much to to ask these players to keep going, keep going, keep going when you're doing the intensity and the rigour that's expected of them at the very, very top like that. So there could be something in that. What I would say is, you know, I think we're too quick to write them off. Last season, this squad didn't win a quadruple. We know they didn't win a quadruple. They were very close to winning a quadruple. They were as close as anyone will ever get to winning a quadruple. And they haven't fallen off a cliff. Right, players have picked up injuries. Well, you look at... It doesn't mean that, though, Keith. No, I think they should. Shawnee, I've said previously, I think they should have brought in at least one midfielder. Because I no, think I you have saying, to I'm just saying about that. The, the quadruple thing, like nearly winning a quadruple doesn't mean... No, but what anything. I mean is, what I mean, in, in it's only been, what three months, four months since we were yeah. in that position. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. literally only two games in the league since, you know, since the end of the season. So it's very, very short um, time period. Now, when I say players don't fall off a cliff, players get get older. And the older you get, the more likely you are to fall off a cliff. And if you look like, uh, if you look at sort of Thiago's a year older, Henderson's a year older, they're into their 30s now. You know, Oxley Chamberlain's a, a different case altogether. We know what he is. Thiago does have injury problems. Fabinho started slow. The midfield is not right at the moment, but the first half against 
Fulham, when we had Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, I thought Thiago was terrible before he got injured. I thought Fabinho was awful. I thought Henderson was actually the best of the three. But that was a low bar. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think the problem we have now is not that the midfield is, is decimated. It sort of is the problem. But it's that the rest of the team just haven't clicked in yet for me. And that's having a detrimental effect on everyone else. You know, I think I think we should have bought a midfielder. I don't want us to panic by a midfielder. I don't think there's any point in, in just taking anybody for the sake because we saw with Quebec and Davis, if it's not a player Klopp really wants, they're not really much use to anyone. I think Klopp would rather find the solution from within, which people don't be happy about. But I just think, you know, it's it's one of them that there's a squad there that's aging that should be... I think in any way. I think next summer, and Sean, you spoke about this before, and Gav, you mentioned it before, there's a lot of work needed. Do you know what I mean? Next summer, in midfield. So I don't well, understand why we wouldn't bring one. Well, if you look at, let's say Naby doesn't go, he's our contract next summer. Ox, our contract next summer. Milner, our contract next summer. Now, Milner could stay on in some sort of coaching capacity, but that's three players you know, are the force team. Is Ox a force team player? He's technically a force team player, but he doesn't play force team minutes. Do you know what I mean? So do you look then at Jones, at Harvey Elliott, uh, who have you got then? Fabinho, Henderson. Henderson's injury record isn't great. You know what I mean? So it probably could do with maybe one this summer. Definitely. One or two next summer. And and that's what I think they should have done. I think they've I think they've they've future proved well enough in the forward position. And I think they've done it in the defensive positions. They haven't done it in the midfield positions. So, Shani, I've been quite open on the midfield thing. Um, I absolutely believe Liverpool should have signed the midfield in the summer. Um, but what kind of when I look at it, I always think, um, and I think it was Brian said there, lads, please don't say it's a it's a numbers game in midfield. It's a quality issue. It's a bit of both. Uh, Brian, in my opinion, I think we could improve our quality in midfield, um, our reliability in midfield, but it's definitely numbers has something to do with it. Like, we have eight midfielders there, right? We can't just go and sign midfielder nine and ten. Just doesn't work because what? Yeah, well, Gav, we may Gav, no, 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 the midfielders no. we have, we may as well have four. Yeah, I, 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 a hundred percent agree with that. So the numbers, no, 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 thing, the I, no, it doesn't apply. It, it does, Shani, because you're paying them a massive amount of money every week, and that's and, and, and that's the big there, issue, right? That's Ox, the issue. Ox for me should have went in the summer as early as possible. He's on a hundred plus grand a week. Why? Who's gonna buy him? You try to get rid of him. You, you have Who's to. Who's gonna be, buy him? I don't know, but you try to get rid of him he before their injury. You turn take, around. You turn around and you say, right, listen, he's he's earning he's earning five million euro pounds a week year here. Gav, look what Nottingham Forest had to pay fucking Jesse Lingard to mm. sign for them. Mm, yeah. Because yeah we, they, they the, would have took the problem with, They're taking everything. The problem, the problem with Ox is we gave them too much money to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, this is what I'm saying to you. He's on a, like, I think he's on like, 160 look, grand a week. Look, if so I, look, you're, you're, but look it, it's I don't, not, mind, it's having an, I don't mind having an argument over midfield. It's not an argument. argument. I'm just no, no, no. I don't, I don't even think it's an argument. Mean, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't even think it's an argument. I think it's fairly straightforward What what could happen in midfield. But what I'm saying to you is, if you if you're looking at if you're looking at say Ox and Naby, just for argument's sake, right? And you're saying to yourself, they're earning ten million pounds a year between them at Liverpool Football Club. I'd say it's somewhere close, right? They're earning ten million quid a year, right? At Liverpool Football Club. Liverpool Football Club, the way they run, can, simply can't go out and sign midfielder nine or ten. They can't because 
Eight or left I get that. With ten. I get that. Right, so, so there's no actually, it's not actually an argument. I just think it's a, a logistics thing. And I think Liverpool have kind of failed in the logistics side of it, right? Just a bit where I don't think, I think it, the writing was on the wall for Ox at the end of last season when we were rotating and he was fit and he couldn't get on the pitch. And you're kind of going, if you can't get on it now, you're not going to get on it. Um, Naby Keita a year to go, and we're going to talk about him in a bit more detail. I think getting the players out that I think he probably would want to get out, I think has gone badly. And I think because of that, we can't bring anybody else in. We simply can't. We, it's not how the club is run. We can't just go, there's 10 million quid sitting there. And not only that, if you're not playing them, right, they'll run down a contract and they'll just sit there as nothing. So I still think they need one, but I just can't see it happening unless somebody goes out. I just can't. Again, like, just, I don't, I, the, the, another rhetoric thrown around is that Klopp is too loyal. Like I, I think that's bollocks. To be honest with you, I just think I genuinely just think we've kind of been pardoned upon, hamstrung a little bit with Oxlade Chamberlain because he's on too much money. He'd command the fee because he has years on it. He has a year on his deal, and he's never fit. So why would you buy him? People hmm. I think you'd have got a soaker. You'd have got a soaker for him. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Forest, no forest are a soaker. Keith, there's no soakers anymore. Forest so, I'd put him in that Jesse Lingard. Lingard. I'd put him in that Lingard him, bracket, overpriced, similar age. gave him a one-year deal. deal. But one I think, year deal, yeah. no signing on. Yeah, but I think... I think they're going to pay a transfer fee for him. So I think the thing with Ox is... They literally got... They, pay, they basically are at to get Lingard for a year for, what, a five million fee and mm. basically giving him a hundred grand a week if you're putting it that way. And if he keeps them up, he might stay, he might not. He'll fuck off and they'll just replace him anyway. It, the, the problem with is with issue. With, uh, the issue is with Ox. It's like fucking Ronaldo now. In another way, you know, it can't get rid of him. Yeah. You well, have to pretend he don't want it. John, Liverpool are never going to turn around and go. The thing is with Ox. If he had been fit, he wouldn't have played. Klopp stopped picking him last year. He was fit last year and he didn't play. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what happened. They couldn't sell him. There's no way you could. Liverpool could have probably turned around and said, "Give us three million for him," and he would have been still saying, "No, I'm going to sit on my hands because." I might get a signing on next year. I'm not taking a fucking pay cut to go somewhere else. He's on too much money. Mm. That's the problem, yeah, Box. But, but, but like Jono says here, can we stop talking? You should have sold Kate Can we stop talking like Liverpool? I'm going to come on to Kate right now in a minute, but he says, can we stop talking like Liverpool are a broke arse club? Liverpool are top six in revenue generate clubs. We need to stop saying we can't afford this. Like Jono, like Jono, I'm it's sick fucking like saying this, Jono, right? Liverpool spend what they generate. They spend yeah. the fucking all, right? So if they're, gen- if they're spending what they generate, Okay, they cannot go out and just put two players to the side, right? Wipe off any potential transfer fee and pay them ten million quid a year. They simply can't. Like we have to get out of the Liverpool are a rich football club, but they pay big money. They pay big money. They pay big bonuses. And look at their accounts every year. What they earn? Fuck all in terms of profit. Let's be honest about it. Fuck all in terms of profit, right? They're not broke, they're far from it, but they are not going to go out and just let 10 million quid of wages sit there and do nothing. The biggest the biggest issue for me was, Oxlade-Chamberlain was fit for the last tour of last season, I think, right? And didn't get a look in. Liverpool, if they did want to they should have went, listen, we're taking a nominal fee here. 
5 million quid we're taking a nominal fee and he's out the door or we're loaning him and we'll pay 50% of it and that'll clear up some wages and they didn't and they got absolutely stung by that injury that he got Yeah, right while exactly. he was more or less in the shop window and they're going get out there play a few games someone will come along and go Oxley Chamberlain between 5 and 8 million Jesus he, he's been fit for 6 months let's go for him they've been absolutely stung you know what I mean uh, John O'Sullivan Liverpool can afford to eat Oxley Chamberlain's contract for 12 months and still go and buy another midfielder so you want them, you want them, Liverpool, to just puff five to ten million away on the side, not really use them, and, and just buy another midfielder. It's not how it works. It's simply not how it works. And you have to work out as well Warwick's like Chamberlain wants. Like Shawnee said, Shawnee could sit there and go, or he could sit there and go, I'm not moving, not doing anything. Then he becomes an issue in the squad. Then he becomes an issue around everything that's going on. I, I, I keep saying it. We should have got a midfielder. I don't think we've done things right in that area. And while people are kicking and screaming and going, sign this, sign that. If you, actually just, watch if you slow down a little bit, you just you, go, sign this, sign. But for me, Shani and Keith, it won't happen Arsenal until Lola? someone goes. Have you yeah. watched Arsenal all or nothing? Not no, yet. I haven't. Arsenal <clears> literally, Arsenal gave uh, Aubameyang a new, brand new contract of 400 grand a week and apparently... Yeah. Gave him something like in ten to fifteen million pound on a signing on bonus, right? To sign the contract because he was banging in goals at the time. Yeah, there's an episode in that, and it's not even a year after he signed the contract, where his brother, who was his agent, is literally on the phone to your man Edu, going, "Yeah, just terminate his contract. He's going to Barca," yeah. and he had to write it off like that. Yeah, he can't, like we're not run like that. No, and, and that's just the way it is. Look, oh, listen, but, but, but at the you same should have this Kate, this, the, the, the whole thing is now, this stuff coming out about Kate tonight, whether how true or not, whatever Ooh. Neil Jones says or whatever else is saying, you should have sold fucking Kate. You should have just sold him. Yeah. Uh, does, and they should just sell him. Well, it depends what you get from him now, because again, he's in the last no, year of contract. No, it doesn't. Just sell him. So you, you're, you're just, just looking. So I would on, literally, honestly, I would literally say, if someone comes in with fifteen to twenty million by mm. him, let him fucking go and mm. cut. Just, just get get him out. But that would mean get him this out. where this is where my argument comes that that would mean then that you've taken in fifteen to twenty million pounds. You've you're you're now five million pounds more wages to spend. Okay, and then you can look and go right. Could we put twenty million down on someone? Right for fifty million, we put twenty million down. We pay six million a year for the next three years or whatever it might whatever it works out do the maths um, and then you can do it but we, we are just sim- I, I, it doesn't matter how and it is logical to discuss the midfield thing but you still can't, can't get past the point where we have eight midfielders at this club and if you want to bring in two it means you would have ten, ten but then well, Gab, right, so then I get what you're saying right the numbers but then that that's poor that's poor squad building for me if you look at the makeup of that that squad, if you look at the makeup of that midfield. We may as well have four four bodies. Where how we who's your four? All are. I'd rather have four. That Who, who's field. your four? No, but what I'm saying is you with the amount that you we only ever have three and one other nearly available for that midfield. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, because mm-hmm. Fabinho's had lengthy spells out, Thiago's had lengthy spells out. Henderson had a relatively good year in terms of fitness last year. He played a lot of games. Played more than anyone else. Mm. Yeah, Curtis Jones uh, had horrific trouble with injuries last year with the fucking one with his eye, which is a complete freak. Harvey Elliott breaks his ankle. And while, while staring down the barrel of that going again, 
where we are looking at. Look, I didn't even mention Oxdale Gav because he's fucking never available and he was available there and didn't get picked. Naby Keita last year. Look, you just could probably Naby start Keita. having the well. If if that's the case, you can probably start having the argument around Thiago Alcantara. Absolutely, mm. I think well, you should be you looking what, at like, you, the future you, him as well. Well, I will tell you the difference though between fucking Thiago Keita and Knox. All right, how long is Thiago here? Yeah, third season. When, when, when Thiago was fit, you know exactly what you're fucking getting. We're five years down the line with Naby Keita now, and I couldn't tell you what type of midfielder he is. And I'm not being funny. Someone who's more educated might be able to tell me, but they won't convince me. No, they'll never convince they, you because it's, would, it's not that he's in me. But what is he? Like, I thought last season he was very exactly. good for so his... his he had to cope his game. Yeah, if I two or three, two or three seasons in, you're going, okay, yeah. he's here nearly fucking five years now. And I still don't. I still couldn't tell you. Now, a fella could turn around and tell me that he'll transfer. This will be his fifth season. Yeah, I I don't see what he fucking does. All right. Yeah. Sometimes good, like it too. So sometimes good, sometimes shit. All the time injured. Well, fuck all used to us, guy. I couldn't tell you. People turn around and tell me when he's playing, we have the most uh, attacking presses in the tour. I don't give a shit when I watch him on the pitch. I don't yeah. see how I don't see him being effective. I can count on one hand how many games he's really grabbed by the scuff of the neck. Very yeah. fucking frustrating signing. I said it on Twitter earlier. I feel both the club and the player may feel that they didn't get what they bargained for. All right, I don't see what he gives us. More available than ever last year. Still wasn't sure. Just one of them didn't walk out. Pat in the back, out the gap. Oxley well, really what? good. See, really good sports season. Horrific injury never recovers. Never, never recovers. That's it's actually it's actually very similar to Daniel Sturridge at Liverpool. When I actually seven, think about it. it's actually not because Ox come on and plays shite loads of times. Whenever Sturridge was fit, yeah, that's fair. Lead. I think Ox the availability. Ox not, so not yeah, come yeah, back yeah, and then get actually, another yeah. whopper as well. Did Ox not yeah, get tail so, like really bad? Yes, yeah, he did. So uh, I, the, the, the shite of fucking comparing players to Sturridge. I compare Sturridge to Thiago because when Sturridge was fit, you knew exactly what you're gonna. No, 100%. I mean, I mean it in terms of really good start to Liverpool and then ruined by well, Roy Hodgson yeah. ruined thing, and you know yeah. what I mean. Then you're so, seeing a, a very stop start Liverpool career from there. Yeah, it's just fucking like a few executive ruthless decisions need to be made that should have been made probably a year or two down the line. And we're behind now, and people turn around like we sell Kate that we need to in this window. Mm. Uh, realistically, then, right? Realistically, now this is without all the kicking and screaming and everything else. What do you think maximum could be done this summer at Liverpool in midfield terms? Realistically, like they could have bought your man if you wanted him. Nunes, he obviously didn't want him. Yeah, no, and exactly, Keith. They could have bought. Is he gone to Wolves? Yeah, they could have bought him if they wanted him. I'd say they could have bought him and gave him probably sixty grand a week and paid ten million up front to Lisbon and got him, and he would, and I wouldn't. I don't think it would have crippled us, but the fucking matter, f- fact of the matter is, it's quite clear we don't want them. Or we you don't want like, to bring another body in. No, it's no, not. no. We're, we're, we're what's there already? Luis Diaz is the case. If they wanted him, and those clubs bidding, I think they'd have jumped in and took him, and they'd have said, "Fuck." I think if the right player was there, Klopp would take him and fuck the numbers. I agree with you, Sardi. He's not going to bring in a body just for a body's sake. But if they wanted Matthias Nunes. They went in and bid. It's not. It's not a crippler, as Shani said. I think it's fifty million euros or something like that. Forty million pounds. 
Yeah, we paid that yeah. for Naby. Yeah, you know what is, I mean? This, like, this, the wages are going to be low. No. They love Portugal. <laughs> Fucking love Portugal. And I just don't think there was an interest in them. It's funny because, you know, I've seen loads around with Toys Nunes where it was, you know, um, Pep described them as this. Klopp is a big fan. Um, Linders mentioned them in a book. Uh, you know, um, if Bernardo Silva leaves between his, uh, Man City, Bayern or basically Nunes has given his word to Pep, all this stuff, and he ends up going to Wolves. You know, yeah, sort of way. Exactly. Like, it's a bit fucking mental. So you kind of have to read it all at the end. But... Oh, Keith, I suppose the way I'm trying to ask this question is, do we take a risk and make big changes in midfield in the next three weeks or two weeks or wherever it might be and take that risk that it might work right away? But we know that we're improving quality and reliability and we'll see it. We'll see the, you know, the fruits of that down the road because, look, nobody's not, nobody's going to sit here realistically and argue that Liverpool don't have work to do in midfield, whether that's in the next two weeks or the next six months or the next 12 months because it does. The, the contract situations dictate that anyway. Yeah, 100%. The contracts do. We do need work in midfield. That's a given as far as I'm concerned. O'Neill makes a good point there. Lucas Sukic and Jude Bellingham are two that I think will sign next summer. I think they'll sign Lucas Sukic in the, in the January window. I think he's one that they'll look at in January because Salzburg tend to be knocked out of the Champions League by then. And I think he can do business with them in January if there's an interest. I don't see why that would be. He doesn't look the type of player that that would suit our midfield. But I think if the again, if the right player is available, I think Liverpool will spend what needs to be spent. If they could get Jude Bellingham, let's say, and and that's assuming they're after Jude Bellingham. We all think they are. They're after Jude Bellingham. If Dortmund give a sniff that look, right, he's available, but this is the price, and Liverpool feel they, that he's worth it. They'll pay and bring in Jude Bellingham. What they won't do is if they get offered, let's say, and I'm just picking a name here, it's a player I do like, but let's say Barella gets offered to them and they're like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Italian Sean, he's a big fan of uh, Italian players not really settling in England. And um, will well, I'm reading, be a- I, I read Linder's book there and that the, uh, he's mentioned in it. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? If they bring a player that's, that's not the one they want, but they could get offered. Sander Berge is getting mentioned as well. Do you know, I don't think they'll just bring in a player that's another body. I think if the right player is available, they go from who that player is, I couldn't tell you. But I think, will they do one? If Naby goes, they have to. They they have to because... They need to do it now, I think. They need, they, I think they need to do it. I, I think they need a midfielder in what, 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 there. has what, to be a player on the list that's available, that's attainable. Yeah, you can't, can't just tell me that there's fucking one player yeah. that's like... Yeah, no, 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 no. The there's all, there's always a list. We always say there's a list. Yeah, and there always will be. be. It's not like we're just sitting on one player. But, like, Shawnee men- mentioned there he'd get rid of Naby Keita. Keith, you're, you're probably along the same, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I'd say get rid of him. But... um. Naby Keita aside, you'd still bring in one anyway. Yeah? We're not yeah, bringing, we're not letting Naby go because, like, Naby play, will play more football over season than James Milner. Right? Overall, yeah. I would say. Um, I think he would play more football than Curtis Jones over, over the course of a season. Yeah. Right? Um, it, is this just compounding the argument that, look, something needs to be done because when you see the Thiago injury, when you see Curtis Jones out, um, we know the role we want for James Milner. Fabinho hasn't been on the best form. Is it pushing towards two, Keith? I, I can't see two being done. I really this can't. summer, 
No, I, I, I do agree with Shawnee. If they sell Kate, I think they need two, but they won't do two. Do you know what I mean? Um, Brian Murphy saying they could say that off Brian would cost 40 50 million bang job done. He's linked with Manchester United and the price will skyrocket because he's their bassoon replacement. You know, players at this stage, unless it's the one you want and you can do a deal, the price is going to be through the bleeding roof. Watch how United get absolutely slaughtered now with prices for players because people know they're desperate. Liverpool talks, need talks to have... talks United if they're, they're having to put in a monumental bid for Anthony off Ajax now. Yeah. Um, they've put in a bid of €120 million Euros for Joe Felix, which has been um, which has yeah. been knockback. So they're, if they're getting, in, they're getting into the situation where they're going to have to throw, throw big money at it. Exactly. You know I mean? But there's got to smell of desperation off them. And Liverpool... Neil Jones has said that Keita is happy. Yeah, Neil Jones is saying that the German side are saying he's not happy. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's happy, to be honest. I think he's... Is he looking for a new deal? I, I, the, the one thing I wouldn't do with Kate is give him a new deal. Do you know what I mean? It's either sell him now or let him go on the, for a free if you can't sell him now. Under no circumstances, I don't give a shit about protecting his value. There's not a chance I'd reward him with a new deal. I just think you only protect value really when you have two or three years left. You're not with a year left. That's yeah. not protecting. No, value. I just, I just think if you give him a new contract and say I oh, will sell him again, I think you're then stuck with another body. And who's going? You know who's going to pay from? You know what as I mean? Much as, like, so. as much as he's not, as much as he's not available, Johnny. Um, I think his, I think he was good. Availability was good last season. I think he had a good season last season. And I've always said it. I think he's all the tools to be a really good Liverpool player. It just doesn't really fall from. Um, he gets injured at the I moment. Think a really, a really good. A really good player, but I, I, I don't think he's a Liverpool player. So I'll put it to you then. Liverpool need a midfielder, right? Because of the injuries that are there, and we want to, we need to bring one in, um, and we need to kind of bring this time frame forward. Um, even if Naby Keita decides that he wants to go and we sell him, and we only bring one in for Naby Keita, which will be the minimal. Where are you looking at? What do you mean, players? Yeah, yeah, who would you do? Who are you looking at? Because you could argue that they won't bring one in because numbers wise and, and the numbers, but if uh, you go, what's you definitely name? do. What's his name's on the transfer list at uh, PSG Paredes? Right. He's going That's to Juve, player. isn't he? He's talking him going to Juve. Yeah, we could get the him. And the, and the thing player. about him it, the thing about him is he will be able to cover Fabinho as well. Mm. Um, because I actually I think that's I think that's a huge issue that now we talks about that does actually yeah, Hendo can go in the six but we there's no there's no like there's no one to actually take minutes off Fabinho really because because of the makeup of the midfield means Henderson has to play because we don't really have the bodies to rotate and I'm telling you now being at the game the other night Fabinho is struggling big time. Yeah. He's played way too much football. Oh, but He's the, the one, last... if we were going to midfield, that's the position we covered as well. Uh, it's too that. late. It's too late with Yaman Sangare because he signed the new deal. Um, yeah. I actually watched the Rangers and PSV yeah. game last night yeah. in the airport and he's very good. Um, midfielder. I wouldn't go near Tillman because I don't think he can run. No. I don't. Neves is in the same bracket. Um yeah, man, Conrad Lima of Leipzig could be a good show. I know Bayern are mad from, and they just can't. They, they don't want to sell him to him. Uh, Barella would be like Barella is the dream one. 
uh, it depends. Apparently, Inter are in a bit of trouble. I actually don't know, Gav, because you need to take into like into account. I could name rattle off a million players, and I guarantee you, whoever walks at Liverpool for the reason could give me exact reason why they wouldn't sign him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of the big thing is they don't want dickheads at Liverpool either. Yeah. So um, they're gonna need to be. I don't know. I think it's a big. I think it's a it's a risk. Look, who knows? It, the fucking it could clear up in a few weeks and everyone's available and we're good to go. But you just need to look at. You just need to look going back. What's happened with our, our squad and the players we're actually discussing here, and going off previous where we might end up. People in the chat will throw around names, not like. Keep talking about fucking Basuma. He's gone. He's gone to sports. He hasn't even. Yeah. He, he's not starting. Mm. He's not getting games. Like so. Yeah. Like you. You need to realize like they will have them. And Klopp even said it himself the other day. And I believe him when he says because he lies about some things. But I think he he it was a little bit frustration. It was a bit of him lashing out. He turns and goes, "We're not stubborn. If I wanted a player, he would have been here weeks ago. Because yeah. he would have wanted him there for the start of the season. So look." It's people are turning around and go, yeah, look for reasons not to sign players. Yeah, that's what you do with the top level because that's called due diligence. Yeah, that's what that's called. Mm. I don't think, do you I know don't what I mean? When it comes to midfield, anyway, um, I don't think I'm looking for reasons for Liverpool not to sign a midfielder, but I can see reasons why they won't, you know. And I and it's it's going on past experiences of watching Liverpool and the squad and what Klopp does, you know. I think. I think the Thiago one would have swung it though. I think the time, amount of time he may be out, I thought would have swung it. I thought he would have said, look, he's out for X amount of time. You might not see him before a World Cup. Could be. Um, we have to do something. We have to bring that. A bit like the Luis Diaz thing, we have to bring this time frame forward. It's just how it is. Um, maybe it won't. Maybe that won't work out. But I think if anyone else, there's no way in my mind that a midfielder leaves Liverpool in the next two weeks that another one doesn't come in. It's just, it does no way it happens. It, Is that fella signed by Wolves and all? Somebody's in the chat there. It was know, agreed, I'll, I think. I don't know if was, he was unveiled or anything yet, but it was certainly the deal was agreed and he was flying in for a medical. Yeah. Um, but look, I don't know, but I just cannot, for, there's no way Liverpool let a midfielder of any of them leave and they don't bring one in. But I thought even outside of that I thought the midfield and the injury to Thiago may have just swung it where to go yeah we have to pull the trigger here and they haven't as of yet and you see people going absolutely fucking rasher over it um, but when you sit down and look at it, it it is a numbers thing it is a wages thing it's millions and millions of pounds of wages where it is that like Brian Murphy mate fucking are you serious what's that Frankie de Jong is on half a million fucking euro yeah. a week yeah. yeah, it's the reason they want rid of him. And United and Chelsea are the like, clubs looking for him. He's on fucking half a million euro a week. See what we had to see how long it took us to tie down Salah for less than that. Like, come on, man. There has to be a bit of realism. has to be a bit of reality, you know what I mean? There's more chance of Liverpool signing some 21-year-old out of Portuguese league than there is a Frankie de Jong or anything like that. And as much as that frustrates people... Bags- Projected your bleeding game, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, Kev Balls, a £38 million deal agreed, not announced yet, only a matter of time um, with regards to Nunes and Wolves. Um, we've covered Naby Keita, we've covered the midfield. 
Sean, you're at the Sean game. Sean Casey, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Sean Casey's thrown in Conor Gallagher. We'll just take Conor Gallagher. Yeah. Because yes. he's apparently he is not impressing well, Chelsea. Chelsea. Newcastle wouldn't tell him to us. Yeah, well, Newcastle and Everton have been heavily linked from, I think. Do you know who I'd sign, actually? Come to me now. Lucas Paqueta. That's who I'd sign. And he's getting hawked around to Arsenal and all, isn't he? Like he's... I'd, I'd sign him. He's going to boast in the next few years onto the scene. Paqueta? Mm, well, was he? I, I, just yeah, on the Conor Gallagher thing, I would take him. I've liked him since he was at West Brom. Yeah, he's very um, good. Alone at West Brom. Yeah. Really good. Loads of loads of energy. Loves but that's a player, I think, that would suit our system and would suit our team. Do you know what I mean? Like, we can throw out names, but Conor Gallagher looks like a player <coughs> that could play. Gallagher and, and isn't, what's his name? Still a uh, the fella that was there at Everton. The Scouse fella. Ross Barkley? Yes, he's still at Everton. Well, no, he's uh, yeah, he's at Chelsea, but I think yeah. he's he's been linked with everything. Him and him Gallagher have been linked with yeah. everything, and I know and Newcastle has been linked with everyone. Um, but I, I don't know, like I, I when people kick and scream and shout and go, should fucking sign him if you I'd be going, yeah, I agree with you, but you know, I kind of see where we can't at the minute. We're a bit of hamstrung. I think I think the, the Ox thing just killed us. Um, moving on though, um, Nunes gets the red on Monday. And you're at a Sean, I'm watching on the TV, he's watching on the TV. Um, he's going to have to learn fast, isn't he, Sean? Yeah. Look, do you know what the worst part about it is? That clip that came out yesterday of all of the gowns on. Now, I noticed that at the time, and something that I don't think any camera around picked up on, someone else is there. Luis Diaz as well has a swing. In, in the first 10-15 minutes at one of their players he, he he does the same thing he lashes out and when I was looking back at what Yaman uh, was down to to Nunes I was like oh, there's nothing mad there he's pushing him he's mm. pinching him he's talking to him yeah the, the, I guarantee that eh, I guarantee that how many leagues is there in the fucking football league ladder oh. yeah Ten. Yeah, I'd say it happens on every single pitch, every single game, every single weekend. So yeah. he's got to learn. He got to but it happens in Spain, football. in Portugal, and in Uruguay as well. He, and the thing, he, he's never had a half as Adam. He's no form. Like he's yeah. no form of it. I, do you know what it is? I think this is forced now. Yeah, Anfield. You could see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna caveat all of this force by saying. I think he's gonna bang goals and because. I don't know anyone saying that. I seen Matt Harvey Elliott in town in Liverpool yeah, yesterday. Uh, standing there, few of the lads off Cop TV having a chat. There's a question asked about him. And he started laughing and Harvey Elliott just said, don't worry about him, lads. He's going to be all right. More yeah. or less, you know. But he is going to bang. He, I could see why he got frustrated. He was making runs. He wasn't getting the ball. Fabinho just kept giving the ball. Fucking that Phillips. You could see him. He was losing the rag. Yeah. And then the, the chances he was getting, he's snatching at them. You know, it, it, I think it probably all just got a little bit too much for him. And it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Like, I'm not completely against it. But you, should, you, you shouldn't be against it. But at the same time, 
come on, like your man hardly fucking done him. What happens if we draw Atletico Madrid? And what's your man Jimenez going to be doing? He's going to be sticking his fingers up his arse and all. Yeah. yeah no. Do you know what I found was frustrating? I, 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 don't I, 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 I don't think he absolutely headbutted him, but he, he didn't headbutt him. Yeah, no. He, he just put his head into him. <coughs> he throws his chest down. out. Your man went down like a fucking, he was poleaxed. But if you saw that clip, I think it's the same one Johnny was talking about with all the little incidents, standard in any game of football yeah. from schoolboy up. Yeah. But if you see the one where Nunes chases Anderson into the back, he tracks him back into air half and he makes a tackle and wins the ball and he jumps down up. like he's being shot. No, your man goes down. I didn't think there was yeah, much yeah, no, he, he, he stands on him getting up, though. We thought he nicks the ball and your man goes down nah, and he's yeah, frustrated. That's he where I think his frustration is. He could have been sent off two or three times. <laughs> nah, genuinely didn't. I didn't think there was. I didn't think the headbutt was a red card. I think if you looked at Wolves and Fulham at the weekend, at the end of that, Mitrovic takes a swing at Morgan Gibbs. Why? The two of them get up and get into each other and they're putting their heads into each other. And that was more aggressive than what Nunes done. Two yellow cards, yeah, fair but Paul, enough. Paul Turney wasn't ref that Paul game. Yeah, Paul Turney's fucking yeah. And Paul. the reaction um, of the player exactly. doesn't help because he yeah. doesn't get headbutted and he goes yeah. down like he's being headbutted. Yeah, but, not but the thing is, like, when, I say I'm, when I say I'm not against it, like I am in the sense of what you're doing getting sent off, we need to win games. Yeah. But I think it might be a bit of a blessing. I think I think it might be that's our system early and Klopp will turn and go, you don't do that again. Yeah. Second league game, you do not do it again. This is how you're going, and this is where the likes of Linders comes in, and all these people that you know, psyche and stuff like that. And they say, Listen, you're going to get this, you're probably getting it over in Portugal, but you get it here, you might get it here more, they might get away with it a bit more here. But this is where you're going to channel it, and they're going to get that early. And they're, you know, it's not going to be a thing where it's brewing for weeks and weeks and weeks, it's affecting his game for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then you know, he eventually explodes. I think he's exploded nice and early. And I think what will happen is now they'll just say, listen, when you go out, if he nicks at you, you do nothing. What you want to do is you want to get get physical with him, run him, score goals, and that's how you're going to answer them. I think I, it might be a little bit of a blessing for him that it's just come that early. That's I, I the thing, Gabby. He wasn't even physical with him, though. No, what I'm saying physical. is Nunes can turn and be physical. You know, and Nunes yeah, can run and, you know, get in behind and score and stuff. And it was somebody made a great point on Twitter, and I don't know who it was. I just read it, and he said, it's a bit like, well, not the same, but it's a bit like the time. Do you remember Alisson tried to do a, a, a Cruyff torn against Leicester away, and we yeah, conceded the goal off the back of it. Yeah. And then you didn't see it. It's just like, you've done that now, you've got yeah, caught. Yeah, but that's in a, that was in Alisson's control. Though. This, it's not going to be in Diaz, Nunes' control. Yeah, but I think... I think well, the, the reaction the, will be not to react, I suppose. Yeah, that's what listen, they have to hammer he's, it in. He's made a robbery. The force game... He, do, do you reckon he'll start the derby? Not a fucking snowball's chance. No chance. The derby? Yeah, it's his force mm. game back after the ban. Not uh, a chance he'll start. He won't. Because what's Lampard going to be telling? That's shy bag, Holgate and fucking, you know... Go all by him, talk about his sister, talk about his ma, stick yeah. your fingers up his arse, stand all over yeah. him. His head is going to be gone. Tell him yeah. he looks like Katie Taylor. But that's Taylor. the test from That's the test He's going to go mad. Yeah. He looks like and what? He, tell him he looks like Katie Taylor. <laughs> 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 um, but no, listen, that's the test from That's his next test. You know, um, you, you, have to, you have to kind of learn from these things. The, it's a make or break moment for him. And as in... Too many people are saying this is like Joe Cole all over again, destined to flop. I don't what? think it is. I think it's... Ah, that's bollocks. It's, it's definitely not Who that. said that? 
I was said in a certain group oh, before. Yeah. I heard it. Don't worry, I won't name names. But it was mentioned about Joe Cole. Get sent off in his Anfield debut. His first game and never does it. Newell has shown flashes of what he can do. He reacted. He shouldn't have reacted. I think Sean, you touched on it there. It's his first home game and maybe the fucking, it's his first start and all that. And he's probably a bit hyped up and he's not getting the service and he's not getting this. He has to sit it out for three games now. He has to just train and he has to get it drummed into his head what he can and can't do. Will he play against Everton? I don't know. They're shit. But you're right. They will have the centre-backs that'll be in his ear. Tarkovsky, Cody, all these fellas are wily and they'll know what they're doing. Same mould as, as Anderson. And they will try to target him. But I think you either fuck him back in and say, right, have you learned your lesson? Go in and do it. Make yourself a hero now. Or else they start babying him back and then I don't know if that might be a bit more detrimental. I'd fuck him in. Say, look, go for it. Um. Can I move on to this um, supporters board that's being um, signed, a deal signed between the club and and supporters represent, representatives? Um, I think it's a really good thing. I think there's a lot of banging of heads gone on over the last, you could say, 15 years since um, Gillette and Hicks were around. And, you know, we've seen stuff like the £77 tickets, furlough, possible furlough, um, the changes in tickets and how they're, they're, they're administered and stuff like that. Sean, I'll come to you first. You know, you see a lot of uh, Joe Blot, the chair of Spirit Shankly, will head it up. Um, we spoke to him on this podcast for such a nice fella. Um, yeah. You see you see a lot of Spirit Shankly people on there. You see independent people like Arinda Singh is on there. You see, I think it's somebody from the... Official supporters club in Glasgow. The sixteen of them made up. But Shani, how big a step is this for not only the club to do this, you know, as an entity, as a football club, to sign this as a legally binding thing, and not only, and on top of that, the supporters to have an actual board where they can have meetings with the club, official meetings that are set in stone where they can discuss every day small things to big things to planning for the future, like the Anfield Road and stuff like that, wherever it might be. Um, how big is it? Because I, th- I think it's a huge move. Yeah, it is. It is huge. Um, and I remember when you had the lad on from Spirit of Shankly and yeah. how passionately he talked about Liverpool and why they do what they do. And I actually signed up after that and you get the get the odd email for them. I think it can only be a good thing. Look, you're going to get fucking ages after time saying... Uh, these are all being bought off by the club now. They're afraid to speak their mind. You're going to get that. Look, but where are you, where are you going to get that social media? So it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I think it's great. I think it's um, it's a big move from the club. I think FSG have done a couple of things wrong in terms of how they've treated fans, uh, tickets, other things, not consulting about the Super League and stuff like that. But Sorry, they I didn't do seem the Super League. That was massive. They, they, they seem to be learning um, as they go along and, more importantly, listening. Uh, another thing I know the, the fans were big on was the safe standing. And it was great to see in the Anfield Road the other night. Um, it really did add another element. You could see more areas in the ground are bouncing. That's what the fans wanted. Um I think they may have made a bollocks of it with the, this membership thing. But look, they'll roll back. They will make a walk. They'll find ways to make a walk. More importantly is fans have a voice. Um, and the only way you can be heard is if you relay 
your, your thoughts to these people. There's no point moaning about it through various platforms. Get in touch with these people and talk to them and trust that they'll relay your message to the board as they will because we know what these fan groups can be like. They're never backward about going forward. They always tell the truth. They, they, they've always been that way. And the fact that they actually now get to sit in and they have a say in this club is huge because, look, let's not kid ourselves. They're not football clubs anymore. Not the big ones. They're businesses. And it's so fucking important that there is this fan contact and presence around these ballrooms because the club can never lose sight of what's really important. And that's the that's the, the fans, which are the lifeblood of the club. So, um, yeah, I think it's brilliant. Honestly, I do. I think it's really, really good. And I suspect it will lead to FSG making more of these boo-boos going down the road because if you have people who have the genuine best, not saying that FSG don't have the best interest of the club, but you have, you're talking to fans, they're talking to me, you, Keith, Joe Bloggs off the street, whoever's having a drink in the park across the road before <coughs> the game. People from all over the world. So fan representation is absolutely huge going forward in uh, these days in football. And we just need to realise that. I think we're one of the first to do this, are we? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're, we're an official kind of mandate yeah. and an official kind of signing of contract, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, you would yeah. have so, you would have um, rep fan boards to a point where they would have the odd meeting and get the odd bit of updates yeah. and close. But this is look, this, this is different. It, it's big, and look, not saying that, um, not saying that it will be, but it's just it's important that this isn't lip service and it is exactly what it says on the, on the tin. And we'll see over time. I'm sure, I'm sure they're good for it, but mm. it's just important that this is not sort of some gesture, you know, token, which I don't think it is, but we'll see over time. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Um, Keith, I'm going to get you a bit on this, but before I do, I have to read out our IP Vanish thing that I haven't had to read for 10 days, but here we go. Uh, browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. Um, around added security, you may have to give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. IP Vanish um, can be used on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computer, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether uh, at home or in public, uh, Go on, don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. Uh, rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Head to www.ipvanish.com forward slash day trippers and you will get that offer. Keith, um, yes. it's just another layer of security for me when IP Vanish. No, 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 not that. Um, this this supporters board yeah. it's another level of or another yeah level of security that the club i think are it's it's a good move to put in place because i don't a lot of people will feel that this is going to be one where the club are going to want to do this and they're going to get this fans board to throw it out there for them and be the their the the gillian all this you know yeah. um but I don't think that's how it's going to work. I think I imagine, like if you look who's on board with Spirit of Shangri, Spine Copper on board, and Spine Copper really quick to come out. It is an issue and give their thoughts on it and yeah. put it right out there on the club's doorstep whenever they need to. And there's, there's a person from there involved as well. I think it's I think it's going to be really good that the club might want to do this and they they will go and say we want to do this. What do you think? Well, we'll bring it back to where people we talk about. It, we come back and then we'll have a discussion with you. I mean, they'd, they'd be out to meet somewhere in the middle because 
the club aren't going to get all their own way and the fan board aren't going to get all their own way but to have that there Keith is it's much better than going so far down the line Keith isn't it and having to drag yourself you know 90% yeah. back 100% and I mean I think Tony Barrett took a role didn't he a couple of years ago as sort of a I don't know it was like a fan liaison type of, of yeah. role with the club yeah. and I don't obviously I, I'm not close to the club but I don't know if how effective he was I didn't really hear much from him or yeah he's gone missing a bit the, isn't he yeah he has he's gone off the radar now that was probably part of the deal you're off social media or whatever and do you know what I mean maybe he was doing stuff in the background I'm not saying he wasn't but there is that sort of question mark of well has he just been put in there and has had his coughs off and that uh, he hasn't been able to do much you won't get away with that with this group because spirit of shankly especially are a union and the one thing that you you won't I, my opinion right I, i'm a trade unionist the one thing you won't get away with is treating like a union if you're negoti- negotiating with them they won't give you an inch they won't bend over for the club so exactly exactly the socialists you know what i mean heavy heavy left-wing socialists they're not going to go there and just be patsies to the club despite what some people will try to say i think it's an excellent move you know you touched on it that they're not going to get all their own way the club won't get all their own way but it's all about having a voice and meeting and allowing them fears john Jono said about the, the FSG thing with four low and about fucking this, that, and the other that he got wrong, but he didn't do any of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, did, did, what was it they said? He'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. And they rolled back on it. A lot of clubs don't roll back on their, their mistakes. Do you know what I mean? But what this will do is this will hold them more to account, I think. They're not going to be able to, uh, forgetting about four low, I think they, they tried to do that. And I think everyone was going to try and do that. They just were out of traps too quick. The Super League was one that no fan called consultation. I know that came on very quick or whatever. But if there's any sort of fan liaison there, they'd be able to say to him, look, this is this is a lot of bollocks. Turns out the Champions League is the same thing. But at the time, it was a close shot. They're like, no, this won't wash. This will go down very, very bad. And I think things like that is where they'll be able to maybe have an influence. For me, it's just a scope to... Um, t- to garner some opinion from people before yeah. you go and throw yourself out there, you know, like the, 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 the when you look at the the fan or the Super League, right? All sorts are wrong the way they went around it, right? When in hindsight, when you look at the idea, it's basically what the Champions League has turned into, like you just said. But the way they went about it was fucking insane. You know, they just announced one. They were, well, we're leaving the UEFA. Um, we're off to do this. The, we're off to do the, the the fucking Super League, and they're like, "What?" You know. Whereas I think I'm not saying they would have got a past, but I think you would have got a lot more valuable dialogue if you had a fans board there, where the there the club came and went. Listen, this is what what's being put in front of us. This is where we think it can go. This is what we might. Ha- this is what will happen, or the the offshoot of it. If we do go and do this, what do you think? And then SOS and Spine Cop and the, the official Liverpool supporters clubs and whatever independent people are on board. Um, I know there's one on board here. Um, they can go off and go, come back, go, listen, this won't wash. But people have been fully informed as to what way it's going on. You know, so when you do make an announcement or or you, you do go to try to do it, people will have a little bit of an idea of what's going on. Whereas the Super League just landed. Do you remember it was like, was it a Friday night? Yeah. It just landed. We were doing a show. Sunday. 
Was it a Sunday yeah. night when we were on a show, weren't we? We were, we were so, doing the back four or something. Yeah, we had to come off and then come, come back, back on, on didn't we? we? Yeah. And yeah. it was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but I think overall, um, and I, I, most people in the chat think it's a, it's a decent idea. I think we all think it's a decent idea, but the proof will be in the pudding. You yeah, know, exactly. when the first thing comes up, tell. the first thing comes up and you're like, like for argument's sake, the first thing that could come up could be Champions League final tickets in nine months' time. And people going, what the fuck's going on? You know, you see what happened in Paris, um, and and that might be the first big thing. And you'll you'll see the reaction from this fans board, from the club itself, from these parties that are now part of this board. How do they react to it? How do they go about dialogue between both the club and themselves and every other Liverpool fan out there? And I will say, and I, I, it was one of you said earlier. I think it was Shawnee. If you want to get involved in this, I think the spirit of Shankly is ten pounds to join for the year, yeah. right? But for that, you get all that newsletters, you get told when votes are on, you get you get. Absolutely, have a say, and you can voice your opinions both in person and meetings or via email and stuff like that. It's a really good thing to join, and you know it's not kind of this closed shop that people think. Oh, unless you're part of Spirit of Shankly, you don't have a say. That's not it. That's why you've seen all these different people from different parts of the Liverpool support base and fan base being involved in this. So it means everyone get, will get a say one way or the other. Um, I could come in, sorry for coming across you, Gav. No, Is there any fear of United fans trying to act the maggot again next week and get this game postponed? I've yes. seen stuff on Twitter that they are trying to mm-hmm. mobilise. If it did happen... Sky won't let it happen. Well, the, if it does happen, I, I think, you know, this group needs to be pushing the club to be a bit more fucking forceful about what yeah. happens about that, I you think know, because... I've seen enough. I don't think enough. Nothing happened the last time. No, it fucking got the biggest game the calendar called off, and nothing happened. Yeah, and they're threatening to do it again. And you know, I think. I you see the funny thing is right. I don't think that it's in the best interest of Man United to have that game called off. Now, football and wise, you could say yeah, Liverpool are a better side and could beat them, and they haven't been good. They've lost the first two games, but and I've seen like you know United fans reacting, and and I've seen Terry. Flew were saying, you know, stay away from the club, don't buy jerseys and stuff. That means fucking nothing. Yeah. They get all that money regardless of what jerseys they sell. That's the first thing. And not buying tickets, you're mad. There must be 50,000 bleeding season ticket holders at, at Old Trafford, yeah. right? And then if there's 5,000 in there that are Liverpool fans, that means there's 20,000 tickets on general sale. If you don't buy them, somebody else will. I think that's it. The only way, this isn't about starving them of money because they're a fucking juggernaut with money a juggernaut doesn't matter if you're in that ground or not right the best thing they could do genuinely is all go into that ground and all live after three minutes just walk out that is the only way you make it it's the only way you make it because if you don't buy a ticket someone else will and if you don't buy a jersey it means fuck all they get a set amount off of these and the thing is do you know what they're going on Terry Terry Flowers is a very inflammatory individual i'd imagine that he doesn't even he doesn't even believe the show he comes out with because he knows exactly why he's doing it i'm sure he's a nice fella and all but he has a, a youtube channel to run and sometimes logical sensible talk doesn't put views on the table so he's screaming and shouting into his camera knowing exactly what he has to do to get fucking views or whatever i guarantee he doesn't think like that the worst thing United fans could do is stop going games because I'll tell you what will happen. A fella from Indonesia who will travel 24 hours will come, probably play double the price of that ticket retail and probably spend three or £400 in the megastar. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what and happens that's, when you're in the international team, isn't it? And that's who the Glazers want in the fucking ground. Yeah. yeah. They don't want fellas who've been gone for 20 years in the ground who might not even buy a fucking pasty in the stand. But that's why the walkout was the biggest way to do it because so you're that's stopping. Why you're 100% right. So yeah. you're, you're a million, million percent right, Gav. That is literally the only way you can do it. Is, and, and you know what will happen as well? That'll roll back on because you'll have Fox in America and fucking NBC going, What's going on? These games are being played out in front of empty stadiums. Our advertisers don't gonna gonna look like that. Don't want don't want and that's that's the only way you hit because they don't care. They do not care. There will be as list as long as a fucking arm in there for people who do want season yeah. tickets. It'd be the same I'll put it this way. If people if do you know what? Exactly. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If people wanted fucking FSG, if they really wanted FSG out mm-hmm. and people start pulling season tickets, do you not think fellas would be jumping on? Buying yeah. season tickets, he would. Yeah, because I yeah. fucking would. Yeah, yeah, I'd no problem admitting that. But it's That's like just... you said, it's like you said, right? If if Man United turned around and said to a travel company tomorrow, we've ten thousand tickets here, and people won't buy them, right? They'll just go in and go, grand. Uh, we're selling them for inflated amount of money, mad mad money, right? And these people come in and spend a lot of money. They're actually giving you more value to the club, like exactly. m- monetary value. Then a fella, you know, turning up from Salford or whatever, walking in the ground, paying his £40 for the ticket, going in, coming out, off to the pub for a few points and goes home. Right, they're actually yeah. giving you more monetary value. The only way Manchester United should do anything about this is not to get, because if they got a game called off by doing what they done the last time, which which I think they would end up with a three-point uh, deduction, right? I think um, they need more, ten no, points. No, 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 but even if it was three points, right, they would mean then they would be on minus three points after nine, three games, right? <laughs> That's the fourth thing. And the second thing is, you've given three points to Liverpool, which is which is not fucking, there's not what you want to do, right? And they get nowhere. And then you have to look, and do you know what the funny thing is, right? If they went out and done that, right, you'd have the likes of Gary Neville and all telling them they were right to do it. And they're not. The best thing to do, you don't start the club with money, you absolutely minimise the amount of money they can make off you. Because they're going to make it anyway. Do you know what I mean? So you go into that ground and on three minutes you go, bang, I'm out of here. And everyone else is walking with me. Right, but they won't. But that was the problem. That, they, they tried to do that last year. They they had a, a, a min, what was it, the 60th minute or something? They were all planning to walk out on, and about 10,000 of them went, but there was still fucking 60 odd thousand in the stadium. Yeah, no, it's, it's too big of a stadium. To, they need everyone on board, and the problem is touched on it there. Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world, but more importantly, one of the biggest brands in the world. So Liverpool are the exact same. You look at if people don't want to take their season tickets, I don't want locals want to go out and walk because a lot of the time it will be the hardcore sort of match going reds, the day trippers, not us, the, the day tripping fans, and the, the international fans that are only getting over, you know, once a year, I get a sniff, they'll fill them stadium, but they mightn't fill them to the rafters, but they'll put buns on seats. And people are mongos, these would be the same people sitting on streams wearing AliExpress jerseys, shouting at the club yeah. to spend money. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's like, yeah. honestly, this is why you're dealing with it. And I, tell, I hate to break it to you, lads. We're talking about them shower the shorts again. I know we're playing one Monday, but who gives a bollocks? Q&A, let people ask questions. If you have any questions in the last five minutes, any question you want to throw it out there, and we will try answer it for you. Um, but I genuinely want to get a Manchester United fan on here that feels that the Glazers are the problem because I want to talk yeah. to them. Uh, the champion in Michael Knighton, the champion in Michael Knighton, 30 years ago, he stood on a pitch juggling a ball That's and right. didn't have fucking two tempenses to rub together. <laughs> and now so he's good. the saviour of the fucking club. You're yeah. joking. 
Um, well, enough of them. Enough of them. Mick Ratcliffe is the richest man in the UK, says Kev O'Sullivan. Um, Jim but look, um Or whatever his name is. Um, but That's yeah. his uncle. I'd love That's to. I'd love to have. I'd love to have a discussion um, about Manchester United and, and the Glazers because I have to say Gary Neville has so many people wrapped around his finger and it just makes no fucking sense to me what he's yeah. saying. Um, but look, that's that's where he is at the moment. Um, he used to be a pundit. He's not anymore. Um, Keith, anything else before we go? No, nothing. Um, it's good to be back on. Do you know what I mean? It's been, it feels like ages since we've been doing a pod. The lads done done a great job while we were all away. Um, but yeah, just good to go on and talk about football. I know it's not the best of times at the moment. Liverpool aren't fucking pulling up any trays. Um, but I think that will subside. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. What are we doing? Some fella called Ronaldo CR27. <laughs> Thought that was gas. What's that? Yeah, man, Martin called Ronaldo CR thirty seven. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> Some fell in the chat there. I didn't uh, see that. Um, Kevin Ball asked the question: Are we ready to beat City to the league with the current options in the squad? Shani, are you giving up on the league already? Done. How how the fuck can you give up on the league for fuck's sake? Yeah. Um, I've seen I've seen multiple people say that City won't drop any points. And uh, where where did you see home. that? I'm not going to name them. You just um, have to beat City. Hmm. No, you don't. You just have to fucking get your finger out. Tell you yeah. what the problem is, right? Real quick. Spoiler alert team, the big hitters, Salah has been shite the first two games. Yeah. Fabinho has been fucking woeful. And yeah. Virgil, probably the two worst games I've seen him having back to back. Trent not being great either. Robbo not being great. All that being said, we should have beaten Palace with 10 men. And we probably should have gotten beaten by Fulham. Yeah. So to be fair, if we hadn't been beaten by Fulham and B Palace, we would have been in better sh- shape than we are now. Yeah. Two draws. Can't afford to draw many in this league. But look, we I think we were 10 points off City at one side. If you're writing the league off after yeah. two games, forget about just, it. Just watch something else. See watch, the WWE, watch, watch the WWE or something. Don't yeah. Watch fucking Jake Paul jumping off top ropes, please. <laughs> Take a year off. What, what, next watch August. the boys. Yeah. yeah, go and play FIFA. Build all your favorite players and all the team. Don't be just fuck off. Was what I'm trying to say. Just, <laughs> yeah, and noise. Mem Cray asks. Anyone know how serious Canati injury is? Is it a ruptured ACL or a minor knee issue? Possibly yeah, I was going to ask that. We haven't heard that. What's the latest on him? Club said a an ACL. Um, I all I seen was um, Canate posting on social media saying he'd be out, but he'd be back. He'd be back in a little while. So I don't, I don't know. You know, yeah. um, I, I genuinely don't know, and that's and that's not me being going on like Phil where I go. I don't know what's going on in football. I literally yeah. went on holiday and watched two games of football and drank. That's the like that's the, the rest thing that is kind of a the only thing that's kind of annoying me to be honest. That annoys me with. We're out like we've a lot of injured players out now, and I couldn't tell you when one of them is back. The ambiguity around their injuries yeah, does my yeah. fucking head in. It does, yeah. it genuinely does. And I know it saves nobody to kind of say this, that, and you know, but it just does, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it I agree with you on that. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Arsenal when they they it's it's not quite the same, but Thomas Rosicki would get a hamstring injury and they'd be like four weeks out for Thomas Rosicki, he's gone for about 18 weeks. 
Do you know what I mean? Liverpool just don't give out. Oh, it's not bad. It's, and you just don't know. Like, when is Jota back? A couple of weeks. There's a good shout there, Kev I mean? O'Sullivan. Like, I don't think Canate had any surgery. So, yeah. I'd say it's nothing serious. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have been. And Max says uh, Logan Paul's killing it in the WWE, to be fair, Shani. So yeah, I believe. Yeah, so go and fucking watch them. Go watch them. Don't be, yeah, go and watch, that's like, that, like, that can literally be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. That's WWE. Football yeah. doesn't work like that. Like, listen, I'm going to just say something real quick. I'm 30 in a few weeks. Liverpool have been shy for 80% of my life. <laughs> Same here. Why the fuck would I moan when we draw a few games? Yeah. These fellas haven't a clue. You haven't a clue what's coming down the line when it's the Super League. Think it's mad now bringing on five subs. Why don't you see them? They're not even taking throw wins anymore. They're kicking the ball off the man. They're out of hands from the sidelines. Yeah, Floy keeper and all. Like it's going to be after the walk up. Yeah. And if like, you score a goal, you get a penalty. Add an extra two for goal. a header. Yeah, two for a header and all. Two for a header. Yeah, yeah. Look, the keeper yeah, catches it. It's a goal for the other team. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I yeah. what did I say to you guys a few weeks? I'm not going to take it too serious this yeah. year, and I'm just going to. And I'm not going to lie to you. That was the most I've enjoyed a game. Mm-hmm. Did I know uh, game? It's very true. The, the fucking it was just it was pure bonkers. It was, I thought he played very really well. We we actually did. We I did no. We, we just finishing the side. I thought. I thought. Was a, don't give me. Listen, Fabinho's getting slaughtered, and and um, what's his name? The centre back. Oh, oh, so bad with names. Not Phillips. Back. Not Phillips. And Virgil to a certain extent, but in like. Eze is brilliant when he turns Fabinho. It's just a bit of class. And you you can't kick them up in the air every fucking time because the next time you go to kick him in the air, he'll be sent off. Right? Mm-hmm. Now Phillips kind of should come out but and come out and make that make that commitment. It doesn't. And people saying Virgil doesn't even try to get back and make a tackle. Virgil is trusting Alisson that he has the angles. And I think he's waiting for Zaha to take one more touch inside and then he could hit him. It's just a really good goal. Um, Diaz scores a we could great win. goal. Salah is very close on one or two occasions. And another night, we could have went down to 10 and won that game too, one or three. One. We could have. Thought Harvey Elliott was very good. Very Harvey good. Elliott was very yeah, good really in a game it. like that. And I thought, you know, they're the signs that you want to see. Um, he's, he's only a kid. He's 19 years old. We have a genuine talent on our fucking hands there. And I just want to see him progress and then I'll take any positive out of what he can get. And he was the positive for me. Watch our starting 11 for Monday. Keith, tell him you said that. Tell him you said tell that. Him you said that. <laughs> That's what I was hoping <laughs> for, Sean. Yeah. Friends. Um... <laughs> I have Sean. to say, someone said it in the chat there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out because I actually know a mate of mine, Charlie, uh, looks after. Um, Charlie's probably be watching. You probably know him from Twitter. Mercy Rule, his name was. Charlie actually looks after the as a social media and stuff like that. And I texted him yesterday, going, "Fuck me, mate. He is some player. He absolutely tore us to shreds the other night. Yeah. That kid is a serious, serious talent. Um, On the back of a body well. I was just seeing people shouting him out there in the chat. He was fucking brilliant. He was mm-hmm. actually a joy to watch the other night. And when he went off, I was actually going, thank fuck for that. Yeah, so, he's um, a good player. Yeah, Martin's he's a really, a really good player. Diaz was immense. Uh, Tommy C. reckon Van Dijk was too casual now for the first time. <laughs> it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant finish from Zara huh? because Alisson Diaz has his angles perfect. I thought he was great, the other night. Oh, you you didn't think so. I thought he was great. Forced, I thought he was walking his bollocks kept, off. Yeah, second half, first half, he, like, Nathaniel Klein was marking out of a game. He's going backwards every time he got the ball. He was driving me fucking insane. Well, do you know what? And I suppose you had different vantage point. You're at the game. You're seeing different things. I felt Robbo was way off it, Jordan. 
And yeah, he was shy as well. I didn't Bowser, feel that he was. The fact Robert got hooked. And, the fact Robert got yeah. hooked not long after that one, and then fucking Simakas coming on sleepwalking. I don't know what was going. What a cameo that was! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they kept letting him take free kicks. Yeah. Fucking luring them into the cop. Ah, he must have won a con- he must have won a competition earlier on that day or something. Yeah, well, his last- delivery is usually good. His it delivery is, is usually it was a stinker. Mister Catcakes as Gomez cameo was good. He was very good when he came on, and I think yeah, he was brilliant. I think um, he he would have played only for a slight knock. Klopp yeah. has said that the I, week I that was in the last week was. Wait, wait, just whisper it. John Henderson gets the team taken over. In case you didn't fucking know. <laughs> Don't fucking tell anybody, you're mad. Fucking agents. Um, on Conway, last question. What's your starting 11 on Monday? Um, an early show for obviously it's only Wednesday. We will talk about it more as the week and weekend goes. Um, Fatback Fall will be all about this game um, on Sunday yeah. night. Keith, as of now, what's your starting 11 for Monday? It'd be Alison Trent, um, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson. Fabinho, Elliot. Come back to that one. It'll be Salah, Diaz, and Firmino. And I think it'll be Henderson in the midfield. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was K. No, I think it'd be Henderson. I think it'd be Henderson. But he'd have to play left side. But he'd have to play left. That's why I'm not saying Henderson. It could be K because he's more used to the left side of midfield. I think Harvey Elliott is just... People will say it's a big game. Klopp will trust him in big games. Done it last season as well against Chelsea. I think it'll be... Between the toss-up between Hendo or K. I have the same team as you. Um, and I think Brian Murphy has I'll, I'll read Brian Murphy's when they were here just to double check he has Alisson Robbo VVD Gomez Trent Fabinho Hendo Elliot Diaz Bobby Salah I have that as well Sean any, any um, arguments against that? No I, I could see it being the, that back five with Gomez in the centre half um, I could see it being Hendo Fab and uh, Elliot yeah. um, Elliot's fucking brilliant his ability to win the ball as well, didn't it really impress me? Yeah. Impress me. Uh, he was snapping at heels. He breaks lines, gets the ball moving. And forward thinking all the time, isn't he? He's always forward thinking. Yeah, yeah, I think Bobby will play. Bobby Diaz and uh, Salah, I think. Okay. Good stuff. Right, that's an hour and 15 or so. Um, it's been really good to be back on this Wednesday night with Keith and with Shawnee. Tomorrow night we will have the viewers' voice. Um, the lads that are doing that don't know it yet, but it will be here tomorrow night. Um, Friday night will be the Premier League forecast and the fancy football's heating up already on that, which is really good to see. Um, Sunday we'll have the fat pack for our preview and um, the trip to Old Trafford. And Monday night we will have full-time Reds um, straight after the game. Um, I don't know who's doing that, but it could be Kevin Chris, it could be Kevin someone else. So He's going out for the match? Yeah. You? Could, arms could be twisted. I'll twist and I'm straight there. Yeah, I'm straight. I was, as you want. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah, I'll give you a ring. I'll um, be but um, before we do go, though, uh, Bobby's wish to walk is absolutely flying. I checked while I was on holiday and I think they're 33,000 away from the target. It could be even less than that now. But the link is in the description. We have turned off super chats on this channel. We've turned off any possible way you can give us money on this channel. All because we want you to check out the link in the description. Click on it. 
donate there. Um, if you can't donate, send it to your friends, family, colleagues, wherever it might be, and get Bobby to this 150,000 target. And when we get him there, he will go to America. He will get the treatment and, of course, the physio treatment when he comes back to Ireland, which will basically help him in the same way as, as, as it has helped Sienna. So it's a really, really important thing for us to get. Um, I think we're going to do it in the next six to eight weeks, I'm going to be honest. Um, but listen, if it takes six to eight months, that's the way it goes we want to get to that 150k and as i said we've stopped you from um it's 120k it's on now at the moment so they're down to 30k left under 30k to go says kev so as i said we've stopped all ways for you to contribute money to this channel the only way we want you to contribute is to give that money to bobby um and for people that aren't aware it's because you know you're not getting the full donation correct every euro you give us you know so that's the reason youtube get about 30 cent so you actually don't get it all so we would much rather if you donated um so yeah keith i've asked you this before but fuck it anything else before we go nothing else all good good stuff all good shiny anything else before we go no all good all good good stuff that has been the midweek fix talk to you soon over now Podcast Network.